Hey guys, we're back, episode three. It's your host Morgan. Uh, we got we got three guests today. It's actually a really big deal, first time ever. Uh, you guys know Faith the model. Faith, Ooh. say hi. Hi guys, I'm glad to be back. She's back. We got my good friend Amanda Jablon, aka Brain Lady. Man, you could tell me your official title. That's fine. Hey guys, thanks for having me. I'm a psychotherapist Ooh. and a clinical social worker. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, she's so she's a big deal. She's a big deal. It's like big stuff. And uh, we also have Sarah the dog. Come here, pupper. Where's your pupper? Oh, she's usually so good at this. There's so many things to smell. She's obsessed with the dog. Pupper, yeah. Come here. Come here. Say hi, pupper. Hi. Hi. You want Sarah? You want to speak? No. She's not a big barker. Not a big barker? She's yeah. getting pets. Okay. If a stranger walked in right now, she she'd would, be all she'd over be it. She'd be all over it. Like, if Lucas came home, she's like, you seem too healthy to belong here. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here with your calorie counting there's, bullshit. There's no way you know him. <laughs> Lucas, no, he's here. He just ate dinner. What was okay. he eating? Like, pasta? He was, was eating like... quinoa pasta and salmon. Jesus Christ. I know, and I'm pretty sure he went to go do push-ups. The salmon looked really good. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he went to he's go. He's, like, laying down. Was he doing slots while the pasta was cooking? healthy for me. I can't handle it. Lucas is hot, in case you guys don't know. He's a, no, he's Lucas, a good-looking guy. No, Lucas is very hot. Very my my favorite thing, last time uh, I was here, it was myself, my writing partner, Morgan, and my writing partner and I were so starving when we came over and the first thing we said to Morgan when we walked in the door we were like can we order pizza <laughs> and we ordered like gross like pizza hut pizza or was it yeah it was pizza, pizza. hut no Domino's Domino's, Domino's. Domino's. Yeah, Domino's. 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 shout out to them good service Domino's either yeah we got like Domino's pizza cheesy bread and we're just like eating an entire pizza each of us to ourselves and Lucas walks in like glowing from just having been in yoga <laughs> <laughs> like, he goes and gets like a protein shake or some bullshit and I was like Garlic butter. Uh, yeah, Faith. Oh, let's do some quick updates. Yeah, let's so try. last time we talked about Andy Dick. Right? We did. Yeah, we yeah? did. We talked about Andy Dick a lot. Actually. We did. So I was telling that story about one of my friends and how we used to like mess with him all the time and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So he texted my friend the other night, and I'll give you the exact exchange. Thank God. Uh 321, where are you? This is from Andy Dick to my friend. <laughs> Immediately after, look behind you. <laughs> Followed by a series of huhs and question marks. <laughs> so yeah, we're still doing that to him. Thank also, you, you and uh, Laura had something interesting happen to you guys, no? Oh, yes! Yeah, please. Oh my god, okay. So this very strange thing happened. So... Uh, for a while after I graduated college, um, I, like, didn't have a, for sure, like, residence, because I was moving out of my college housing, and I hadn't, like, found a new place yet, so I would put my address down as my cousin's address, so occasionally I'll get mail at my cousin's place. So, uh, about a week or two ago, my cousins, uh, text me, and they're like, hey, we got some mail, and when I go over to get it, one of them's, like, a very normal piece of mail that I would get from... You know, like, oh, mm-hmm. I forgot to change that address. Yeah. And then um, one piece of mail addressed to my writing partner through uh, my cousin's address. And I haven't used my cousin's address for at least five, four or five years, right? Um, and I'm like, this is very weird. Like, I don't know who would know this address and who would know Laura through this address. So I don't open it because I am not about to commit a felony. So I waited. <laughs> I am a good, upstanding citizen. Um, so I waited, and I had brunch with Laura one day and gave it to her. 
So when she opens it up, it's a fan letter. <laughs> Excuse you. It's a fan letter from this girl in Sweden for my writing partner, Laura, and is just like, hey, I'm a big fan of your work. I loved you on the Unofficial Update, which is a web series that Laura and I did, like, two, at least two years ago, um, and referenced some film that she made in college, and she's like, and sent... Um, two blank postcards for her to autograph with, like, an address stamped, um, like, envelope for her to send it back. And it was just like, I'm just a big fan of you out here in Sweden. And, like, so now Laura and I just want to become best friends with her. <laughs> uh, and also figure out how she figured out that address. Because there's no... There's I mean, no, like, she, direct way yeah, for her to look so that bizarre. up. Yeah, because she could, I mean, she could figure out, obviously, that Laura and I work together. Yeah. But there's no way that my cousin's address is on any of my... Do you have a stalker? I, I think So, that's partner, what I said. But my writing partner has to have a like, stalker. There's no way this is, like, some little cute Swedish girl who's actually, like, a fan. This is without a doubt. Do you, you have to see the penmanship, though. The penmanship seems, like, very sweet. <laughs> But I've been a creepy dude for a while. Okay? <laughs> Look, I Fair. I'm aware. But I know how things like, happen. If, if somebody wanted to, to stalk Laura, like there's much like it would be so much easier to find her address. Did you yeah. look up you this know? person? So I think my writing partner tried to Google her, and I don't. You know, I actually don't know if she found. So much. she doesn't exist. Yeah. So, Amanda, in your expertise, I'm sure you're dealing with creepy individuals all the time. Yeah. You might be sending people weird mail. Oh, my God. I've totally had a client before who was, like, told me that that was their thing, that they became obsessed with all their previous therapists, and they would stalk them. Oh, no. And he told me this, and I'm sitting there, like, you know, you have to just, like, listen and understand them. I'm like, okay, and, you know, tell me more about that. What was that like for you? Meanwhile, I'm, like, panicking in my mind, being, like, changing all my, like, public addresses online, changing my Facebook name to not my name. I'm like, Absolutely. But good for him that he felt comfortable enough around you as a therapist <laughs> right. to, to that information. Yeah, you're right. Definitely good for him because he's not still creeping people out on no, no, the no. regular. No, no, no. I mean, like, good for her that she makes people feel that warm and welcomed. He's like, you know what? This is going to weird you out, but I'm going to say anything. I'm let you know. You know what, I mean, She's actually surprising. Well, not surprisingly. I guess she does professionally. But just us being friends, she'll get, like, a ton of shit out of me. Like, I'll be telling her a story and... Totally won't intend on going that deep into the story, and it'll be like five minutes. I'm like, you're doing that therapy shit on me. Right now. It's just so funny to me because I don't feel like I get anything out of you. I'm like, so Morgan, how's your day? He's like, oh, you know, it was pretty hectic. Hectic. I'm like, why? He's like, oh, too much, Amanda. Too much. No, because I'll tell you like the hectic story, and then it'll be like a real like, well, how do you feel about it? And I'll be like, well, how do I feel about it? Like, I'll start. I, this is actually kind of weird. Maybe it goes back to something that happened to me when I was four. See, I can't have a friend who's a therapist because I would just, like, talk way too much and they'd be eventually like, okay, you need to pay me. I mean, I talk way too much anyway, hence the reason why I post a podcast, I, but yeah. I had a really cool milestone happen in my life recently. So I have a I have a therapist and she's wonderful and amazing. And I would plug her, but I feel like that'd be weird. But she's very good at her job. <laughs> but I love my therapist. So uh, we were meeting recently and I was like, everything's so good, blah, 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 blah. Like, my life's awesome. And, you know, just, like, checking up. And I just, like, hearing myself talk. And um, at the end of the session, she's like, so, like, you seem like you're in a really good place right now. I'm like, yeah, I am. 
And she's like, well, like, you know, if you want to cut down the amount of time we see each other and whatever, like, that would be cool. And I'm like, I don't even, I don't know if I graduated therapy or she just, like, wanted to really settle in. <laughs> not to see me again. <laughs> well, like... like I think, I think it's because I'm very emotionally healthy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, like, yeah. Like, it's known um, me for, like, five years. I wish you guys could have I, seen his uh, reaction to that. This doesn't happen to me much. I'm speechless. I, I got nothing for you. Yeah, maybe. Sure, we'll go with that. That sounds good. Can you graduate therapy? Is that, like, a thing? Totally. You can? Oh, my God, I wish some more of my clients would graduate. <laughs> but, like, do you graduate, or is it just, like... Yeah, you this. phase out, you know, like you, you go in because you have a problem, and when you've solved the problem, if no more problems pop up, then you don't need to be there. Yeah, but isn't that problem still there, though? Like, I guess, uh, it de- well, it's I like. I think it depends what kind of problem it is. I mean, like, totally, I get like, you know, you have like a typical kind of like, my typical client's like a 20 something who's like working, and you know, like, parts of their life are really great, but some parts are just not that great, and then they kind of like mature and figure it out, and then they don't need to come anymore. Could you like match make me with one of those guys? Twenty <laughs> <laughs> something can afford therapy and does all the shit together now. Yeah, we could we'll sign you up. Amanda, can I ask you a question? Uh, why don't black people go to therapy? <laughs> That's a really good question. Because I know it's something that it we totally, don't do. It's totally a thing. I think it's just so. I mean, so much of going to therapy is like letting go of societal norms and expectations and. Black people have a lot of cultural stereotypes that they feel like, you know, typically you have to adhere to. Yeah, because I was like, I don't know. It's super shunned, like, in a lot of communities. Yeah, in the black community, it's just like, oh, you don't need therapy, just pray. Why don't you go to therapy, Morgan? Oh, because I'm poor. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, I've asked Amanda to hook me up with someone from Vermont, but she was like, no. uh, Oh my god, I would totally hook you up with a therapist. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss. There's that face. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. I could probably use some, but it's neither here nor there. Uh, let me. Why don't dogs go to therapy? Uh, dogs do go to therapy. Really? That's very real. There's dogs, definitely dog therapy. Yeah, totally. Dogs are therapy, actually. Oh, dogs definitely are therapy. So, so wait, dogs like there are therapists for dogs. There are therapists for dogs, and I'm not even. Yeah, I'm what not even joking. There's there's um animal specific therapists, and they. Like, uh, what am I, what's, what's the famous one? He's like a dog trainer slash Cesar Milan? Cesar Milan. That yeah. guy? Yes. Yeah. And My mom loves that show. There's some other show on Animal Planet that features, like, an animal therapist, and... Somebody's like, my cat keeps shitting in my shoes, and then they come in and, like, talk to the cat, and they're like, the cat says that they don't like it when you oh. put your litter, the litter box in this corner, and then they move the litter box, and the cat stops shitting in the Get out of here! That's like some fucking Dr. Doolittle. That's a pet psychic. Wait, no, actually, my mom, she's, like, obsessed with psychics. Really? And her this dog, explained a lot I'm right not now. even kidding, her dog was really ill last year, and she was having a really hard time with it, and I was just like, you know what, I'm, like, just gonna try this. Mom, I heard of this pet psychic, like, do you want to try her out? Okay. She was like, oh, thank you so much, I would love that. So I connected her with this, like, this woman I met in Joshua Tree, super hippie. She was a pet psychic. Yeah. So I connected her with my mom, and my mom, since then, the dog has, she found so much healing in that. She was like, (laughs) the dog is suffering, and she wants to go, so my mom, like, was able to let her go, and now the, the dog comes and visits her all the time, and the psychic just lets her know, you know? Oh my, wait. So wait, <laughs> let me, let me unpack this. 
So she had a dog that was like living in her house. Yeah. And then the psychic was like, "This dog's unhappy living in your house. Let it go." She was really old and sick. Okay. Dog. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So she just like let the dog, the old sick dog, just like free into the wild. No, she put her down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that. where I thought it was going. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I pictured her just like, yeah. the, do- the dog will be happier in the, in the wild. Because I was yeah, following you for a second Maltese too. Maltese will be so happy in the wild. And in my mind, well this is probably why black people don't go to therapy because I was like, this literally is the whitest shit I've ever heard. You got a psychic for a dog and then you release it into the wild. But no, yeah, you killed it. Yeah, that makes way more sense. I respect that. That's cool. But you killed it. Yeah, great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's man. happy. <laughs> and, she's still, and she still talks to her through the psychic. She... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not what gonna is, say this sounds is, like a scam, <laughs> but what is what does the dog say? Like when 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 the dog wants to reach out to your mom. When the dog channels say? your mom. Oh, I don't think the dog reaches out to my mom. I think oh. my mom reaches out to the dog. So, so when <laughs> and I think that she says things like, "You'd want to hear like, yeah, you gave me a really wonderful home, and I'm so happy that we had this time together, and now we're in peace." Speaking of, I think now. Or maybe it's like, yo, you killed me, bitch. Like, fucking, like, I hate you. I'm happy with our other dead dog. Now's a good time to announce my new side business. Um, I am now a dog psychic. So if you want to, if you want to talk to any of your deceased dogs, hit me up. Um, I'll give you my PayPal information. She'll give you. I'd also like tell you what Skippy's been saying. I want to announce I'm also a dog psychic too. Morgan and I are um, yeah, going I'm in on it together. Give me your money. I'll tell you whatever you want to hear. And the cat psychic. <laughs> <laughs> you do that. You got cool cats. I actually like your cats. Thanks. So you, I feel like your one cat needs a psychic, though. Which one? The one that's always trying to fucking leave your apartment whenever yeah, the door's, yeah. like, cracked open. He doesn't need a psychic. He just needs to he leave. Is, yeah, he just wants to go outside. <laughs> it's like, we don't need to pay someone money to talk. Like, I just want to be outside out murdering birds. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, he would like go outside and come running right back home, right? He would be too scared. No, he actually does leave my house for extended periods of time, and we don't know where he is. Really? Yeah. Uh, this one time he left, and we couldn't find him at all. I went to work, and I get a call from my boyfriend, like, two hours later. He's like, um, you left the door open, I can't find the cat anywhere, I've been looking for like an hour, I don't know where he is, you need to come home. So I leave work, I'm like, okay... We look outside the neighborhood, we look in all the alleys, we talk to all the neighbors. Him and I look together for, like, at least an hour. We can't find him, so I'm like, you know what, whatever. He comes home. He always comes home. Let's just go inside. We go inside, and he's sitting on the couch, <laughs> staring just at chilling. us. Just chilling. <laughs> it's like, where y'all been? That's how that's one of my friends got their cat. So she and her boyfriend got home from this, like, extended vacation, and they go into the bedroom, and... There's just, like, this cat sitting dead center in the middle of the bed. And the house has been locked for, like, weeks. They have no idea how the cat got in there. But then after that, the cat was just like, well, this is my house now. No, you, you know, gotta like, go. <laughs> I, yeah, bye. I don't know you. I don't know how you got here. You have to leave. <laughs> There's um, a really funny Tumblr called something like, that's not my cat. And it's just <laughs> various pictures of, like, 
cats in people's homes, like, just chilling out, being very comfortable, and be like, I don't own a cat. Yeah, it's like a ghost cat. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's, that's, I don't know. <laughs> cats and, like, ghosts, like, actually, cats I'm trying to, ghosts. yeah, because that's like, uh, how the fuck did you get in here? Like, what are you doing? Like, my like thing ghosts, is. ghosts, I feel like died there. Ghosts died there. They earned it. Yeah, but I can't really, I don't know. Because, like, anytime, like, I see, like, a video of, like, supposed, like, ghost behavior, it's just a ghost doing some, like, annoying shit, like, opening a door or, like, yeah. knocking papers off a table. Uh-huh. I'm, like, if that's all you're going to do, just pick these papers up, close the fucking door, and leave me alone. Like, unless you're actually going to come and, like, do some real scary shit, like, take your business elsewhere, buddy. And why are all ghosts old-timey? Like, there's no, like, ghost from, like, 2009. <laughs> like, <I don't> know. <laughs> like, an emo ghost who actually did kill himself in high school? Yeah. <laughs> like, actually coming back to the high school just to, like, haunt it. Yeah, there's no, no ghost from, like, the early 90s just, like, singing Smash Mouth songs. Yeah, and it's even, like, the old-timey ghosts, like, it's, like, it's not even, there's no, like, slaves or anything. Because you gotta figure if they were actually ghosts, slaves oh. would literally just be running around torturing white people, like, 20 years <laughs> Like, we would know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and as a person with, like, huge Catholic guilt and white guilt, I'd be like, I deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Amistad, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, my family's Italian and, like, wasn't even here for any of that, but yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> It's like the state of Georgia would constantly be in the state of emergency with fucking ghosts. Yeah, like, and they deserve it, but like... Yeah, it's Georgia. <laughs> Georgia, Florida, it, it's funny down there. Yeah. Uh, all right, I'm actually going to ask Amanda serious questions about That's therapy. Right. Okay. All right, have you heard of the service... Oh. What did I tell you it was called? TalkServe? TalkSpace. TalkSpace, yes. So basically, I'll explain it to like our listeners who have no idea what it is. Uh, instead of going to see a real therapist, you can, like, pay to, like, text and email a therapist, like, 35 bucks a week. Yeah. That seems like a scam to me, too. <laughs> like, I didn't, Why? Why does that seem like a scam? Because I don't know who I'm talking to. You literally could just be giving me, like, automated responses. Uh, there's no way that, like, you're reading any of my body language or any of that shit through a yeah. text. Like, it, I don't know. It just doesn't seem real to me. How do you feel about it? Okay, I have a really, I have a lot of opinions about this. Speak on it. Okay. We're here for hot takes. I think there's, in short, positives and negatives. I think the, that the positives are that life exists online now. There's a lot mm -hmm. of things that take place on the internet, and it would be silly for any industry not to be on the internet. So I think that's great. It gives people access to therapy in places where people maybe don't have access. You know, maybe people who live in some parts of the world or the country that just are really rural mm -hmm. or people who live in cultures where it's like stigmatized to go out and seek therapy. Mm -hmm. So you can do that in the privacy of your home. And I think that's really awesome that you can, that therapy now can be offered to these types of people. Um, I think it can be really dangerous um, depending on the type of person who is seeking it. Like, for example, if someone has is a really high-risk client and they're really at risk for, like, dangerous behaviors like suicide and things like that, like, that could be really dangerous not to, to be online because that person doesn't now have this in-network support system mm -hmm. to help, you know, to check on them. Um, I think also so much of therapy is, like making eye contact with someone, like, being with someone in person and sort of feeling that energy and, like, you know, making that social connection mm -hmm. that I know there are some people who really do benefit from social connection online, so maybe that type of person does better online, but there is sort of this natural healing process that I think occurs more strongly in person. Mm -hmm. That makes sense to me. I can jive with that. Yeah. 
Also, I just don't like giving people money who I can't see. I like that your concerns about it, Morgan, are very similar to that of (laughs) someone calling, like, a late night... (laughs) <laughs> like I feel like so, yeah, she, essentially like, it's Miss Cleo to me. Yeah, you're what right. If, <laughs> what if she doesn't actually care about me? Like when she says that I'm I'm getting her so wet, wet. Like what if she's not actually getting wet? Like how do you trust that? Like your concerns were very much like I'm a very shallow person. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit it. Uh, I don't know. I mm, I did, yeah. If I'm getting therapy, I'd like, no, I need you here for me, right here, right now. I'm not texting you, I'm not waiting for, like, an email back so you could tell me about my grammatical errors and shit like that. <laughs> Let's talk it out. Well, I'm like, as if I'm a therapist, like, I mean, I, I think about it sometimes, like, maybe I'll do the online thing, but, like, I don't know if I want, I think you can, on the website, think you can have access to someone all the time. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want that. Like, mm-hmm. I really like, as a therapist, to, like, okay, this is our one hour together. It's sacred. Let's be here together. I don't want you to call me and text me all the time. Like, that's not helpful for me. And it's definitely not helpful for you. No. Yeah, I guess it's like it starts forming a crutch, huh? Yeah. Yeah, no, because you do have to go figure the shit out on your own, whatever it may be. Yeah. You have to graduate therapy. It means you're extremely emotional. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, yes, you can graduate <laughs> therapy. Yeah, that's a We were talking about that before. Uh, okay, I have another question. I was reading an article... That's a lie. I'm not sure I was reading it. <laughs> I might have heard this from someone. Literally, you might have been the person that told I me this. I saw a headline. Uh, so it's is. I was told or read or one of the above. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like natural for people to have like super violent thoughts. No. Yes. <laughs> kind of. Tell me. Can you elaborate? Define on, super on violent. Or not like like violent, but it's just like. It's not weird for you to be in like a high up place and think about like jumping. But, like, it's normal for your brain to be like, nah, dude, don't do that. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, totally. so, yeah, all right. So yeah. I don't need a therapist for Okay, that. no, no, no. Like okay, so, thing. like, gotcha. people always ask me this. So the funny thing about being a therapist is that people are like, I don't know if it's because I'm a therapist or, like, I have this, like, people tell me this energy where they feel safe with me, but whatever it is, people ask me very interesting, deep, personal questions that you don't hear people talking about much, like, and things like that, like... Do you ever, you know, get this feeling where you're, like, standing at the top of a building and you just want to jump, but, you know, you shouldn't jump? Or, like, they ask me, like, deep thoughts like that, and I think that it's, like, your mind is so, has, like, is so limitless and has so much potential, and if you're not really familiar with, like, what your mind can do, it can be really scary. Mm -hmm. But I think that it is totally natural to have weird-ass thoughts, like, for sure, and, like, weird-ass desires. And I don't think that they're even that weird. I think that because people don't really talk about them that much that maybe they feel weird yeah Yeah. taboo well like the feeling i don't know if you've ever gotten this where you're driving on the highway like between like 60 and 80 miles and then and you're like yeah what if i just swerved right now oh my god like can you imagine the incredible accident that would happen like you know and then your brain's like well this is a bad idea but yeah Yeah. those things would happen you would hit that car and you know yeah i feel like everybody thinks that like that crosses their mind Oh, I mean, totally. yeah, in L.A. traffic, I'm always thinking oh. about, like, driving, swerving, just hitting other people. Even if I'm going, like, 13 miles an hour. Oh, totally. <laughs> no, like, this feeling, like, I don't know if you guys get this, but, like, whenever I go on a road trip, or if it's, like, driving at night, and, like, you know when you're driving and the road doesn't look, like, it looks like it just ends, and you would just, mm-hmm. you kept driving, it would just, like, fall off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know that? I, like, whenever I'm there, I'm like, if I just go faster, would I just fall off? Mm-hmm. I get so exhilarated by it. <laughs> like, can I just catch up with the, the road? <laughs> 
Uh, so Amanda, do you do you talk to a therapist ever? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Is it weird for you talking to them? Because you're just like, nah, you're not doing it right. Sometimes I hardcore judge them. <laughs> I'm like, why are you asking me that? Why did you look that way? Da, 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 da. Like, I have all these, like, critical thoughts in my head. But then I'm, like, realizing that I therapize myself. I'm like, I'm just judging them because I'm judging myself. Because I think if I were doing that, da, 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 da. It's like therapy inception. It's yeah. fucking psycho. Do you have to have, like, a super therapist? Like, or do you just go to a normal therapist? No, like, like it is, like... How does a therapist find a therapist, I guess? Actually, my coworkers and I were just talking about this day. That's It's a great question. Because you do have to go to a therapist who sees therapists. They have, like, a way better... Yeah, it makes sense. They have a way stronger bullshit meter. Like, (laughs) I was seeing this person, like, a new therapist, and, like, I don't even think she realized that I was a therapist because the questions she were asking me were so basic, and I was like... Oh, I'm so beyond this. Look, look, yeah. let's, let's, let's get down to it, right? She was like, do you think this comes from your childhood? I'm like, fucking duh. Like, <laughs> I know this for 20 years. How's <laughs> like something better? Uh, I had another question. Oh, actually, no, I wanted you to tell me that story that you were going to tell me like 30 minutes ago, but I told you to save it because it sounded like it was going to get really funny. Oh, my gosh, okay. I will, <laughs> I will tell the story. Nice. Thank you. And I don't know who's going to hear this, but it was... If, all right, so I'll <laughs> tell you right now, so it'll save me, like, some work on the back end. Any, like, specific names of things, just go for leave them out. Oh, yeah, well, that's basic laws of confidentiality. I will not break any confidentiality. Bless you. So, pretty much, Morgan was, like, asking me, he's like, did you ever have any... I don't know how it came up, but pretty much the concept of, like, being high at work. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I actually was high at work once. <laughs> Jesus. And it was an accident. <laughs> it was, like, way, way, way early. Actually, before my career even started, it was during my internship. And I took an edible. I went camping with my friends. And, like, I had to be at work the next day. But it was a night. I didn't think it would really last. And I woke up still high. And my, my <clears throat> the woman I was working for, she was, like, I was really young. I was, like, in college. He's like, you know what? I think you're doing really well. I want to bring you to, like, a really interesting unit with all these people who have very, very serious mental issues. So they had, like, schizophrenia and bipolar disorder. They're just, it's a very intense unit. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was an amazing opportunity. I was so excited for it. And then I accidentally woke up high. <laughs> but, I, you know, like, I had to go. And I went. And it was honestly, like, I don't even know what word to use. It was, like terrifying <laughs> and exhilarating because I'm like so nobody, interesting. Do you nobody like, knows I'm high <laughs> do you feel like you um, were able to relate to the patients in some kind of like interesting different way that you'd never thought of before well or? I most likely was like thinking I'm like analyzing everything so intently I'm like I wonder why they said that <laughs> just super stoked then you like come back from like a high tangent you're like I don't even know what we're talking about anymore can you repeat the last four minutes and 30 seconds I would love to see a high Completely. therapist and just like you know somebody talking about like their mom and they're like what if my mom and your mom are the same mom <laughs> <laughs> and all of it it's like a thing that I hate about high people is that they think that every, every thought is something. just like the most amazing thing that anyone's ever heard and I'm like yeah no, we've all had that thought. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Well, that's totally how I can tell when my patients are high. Because I'm like, you don't usually think this much about yeah. things. And also, that's not that intricate. You yeah. literally, that's, you're putting way too much thought into this. I actually almost called you one night to have an emergency session because I was freaking out really? one night. What did yeah. you want to talk about? Uh, 
Let's do it right here, right now. Yeah, no, we are going to do it. I'm going to tell the story. Okay. So, me and Bash, I think you're out of town, actually. Mm -hmm. We went to a comedy show. Bash, by the way, is my boyfriend. Yeah, Bash's your boyfriend. (laughs) Real good friend of mine. (laughs) Anyway, we went to a comedy show. Shout out to Janelle on the red carpet comedy girls. It was really funny. But, uh, so we get there, and someone gives us, like, an edible, like, a little piece each. So we eat it. We're sitting there for, like, two hours, like, giggling and shit. Don't really feel too crazy. When we leave, we're both, like, super fucking tired. So, uh, we go get, like, pizza, we part ways, I come home, I fall asleep, I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, like, freaking the fuck out. Like, I don't know what's going on, it felt like someone had, like, slipped me acid or something, like, I'm going crazy. I was about to call you, because I had never had that reaction a week before, and I was wondering if it was something else. But well, then know, I came out here and watched BoJack Horseman for like two I hours. I fucking love that show. It was good, but it was like trippy episodes too, so I get yeah, even more Yeah, that show is not a show that you should watch high, I feel. Well, I watch everything high. Well, talking to you guys you high right now. What do you think that that person gave you? Uh, no, it was definitely edible because I talked to Bash the next day and he said the same <laughs> exact thing happened to him. He woke up at like three in the morning and was like, what the fuck? Just like going crazy. You know what? My experience from those types of things, Morgan, is like not even really based on being a therapist as much as my experience in taking edibles and things yeah exactly it's like whatever your mindset is is what controls your experience of it you know like if you are thinking that you're freaking out you're for sure gonna freak out way more (laughs) no because at first i didn't think i was freaking out and i was like all right whatever and then like i don't know i progressively started waking up more and i was like all right now i'm fucking freaking out this is weird the one thing i would say to that if you like think that you were slipped something else like if you think they like dosed you with acid somehow Nobody's giving away free drugs like that. Acid is expensive. No, it's not. Gonna, it's, it's not. Really? It's like the cheapest thing ever. Really? Yeah, you can be high for like but, fucking two days for five bucks. But you make a really good point. Jesus. Nobody's giving out free yeah. drugs. Like my parents would always tell me, they're like, don't take drugs from strangers. I'm like, I wish drugs were <laughs> <laughs> like, No, but don't take the free drugs from strangers because I've heard like if somebody's giving away like a, like a, if a dealer is giving away like a free drug, it means that it's like super fucking addictive. So that's, I dated somebody who knows much more about it. I've never done a drug, so. Um, <laughs> you know, but like, like every freaking Halloween when, you know, Oh, that was the dumbest out, shit. I even knew about like, that when I was like a little kid. Yeah, they're like, they're giving out ecstasy pills. I'm like, no, no one's giving not. away free ecstasy. Like, where do they live? It's expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know how much money you would be spending to fucking yeah. dose your entire neighborhood of like little kids. Why did they... Not to mention, you're going to have a bunch of fucking little kids running around all night high on fucking ecstasy. Yeah, it sounds awful. I have work in the morning. No That's one, crazy. No one would want that. They would want that ecstasy for themselves or to sell and make Hell a huge yeah. profit. Yeah, but definitely not for kids. No. No. But yeah, it's... it's I'm so... I'm the, the, the thing that I've heard is just like, nobody's going to give you free drugs no. like that. I wish. Unless they're... Yeah. That would be tight though, if they did. Yeah. That'd be... You know what, Trump, get that, get that going. I'll get back on board if you start giving out free drugs. But until then, no, sir. <laughs> no. What do you, how do you feel, Sarah? No? Free drugs? Do you want some drugs? Do you want some drugs? Do you want drugs? Yeah! yeah, yeah she, she wants drugs. drugs! She goes, yeah. She I didn't, wants I didn't hear you the first two times. Uh, Faith, where could we find dogs like Sarah? Oh my gosh. Okay, so Sarah is from an amazing rescue that I've been volunteering with for like four years called Barkin' Bitches. And they're on Fairfax, and they get all of their dogs from kill shelters in Los Angeles. So all of the Where are the kill shelters? Kill shelters, um, so public shelters right now are allowed to put down dogs. Oh, no. Uh-huh, yeah, and, and like hundreds of thousands of animals die a year in shelters. And um, dogs that are especially at risk are dogs like pit bulls that have a, you know, really bad 
wrap, even though they're amazing Yeah, pitbulls are tight. I love pitbulls. So pitbulls pitbulls don't last very long in public shelters, so we rescue a lot of pitbulls. And Sarah here was born with only three legs, and so she was immediately put on the kill list at the shelter that she was at, even though she's the perfect dog. Yeah, no, she's tight as shit. She's so amazing. She's such a good dog and was put on the kill list just because of her disability. Um, so rescues like Barkin' Bitches, um, and several other wonderful rescues, um, around Los Angeles will step in and rescue dogs from shelters so they don't, um, get put down. And there's a lot of people in Los Angeles working, uh, so shelters here are no kill. And I heard that a bill just passed in the LA County that would work towards no kill shelters within LA County. Um, but I haven't done more research on that, so I can't really speak to it, but... Um, Barkin' Bitches is wonderful, and all of the dogs there are available in the shop, and they just kind of run around the shop, and you can just kind of go if you're having a bad day, and sit in a room full of no, dogs. No, I've done it before. So it's, it's pretty like, tight. It's kind of the best thing it's, ever. Yeah, it's like, it's fucking that awesome. That sounds incredible. That's actually how I found them. A few years ago, I had a really bad, long day at work, and I'm like, I just want to pet a dog, and I looked up <laughs> shelters around me. That's amazing. You're like, oh, look, right there on Fairfax. <laughs> yeah, and I happened to drive by, and I'm like, oh, dog adoptions. Maybe they'll have a dog that I can pet. And I walked in, and there was like 30 dogs running around the store, and I was like, what even is this place? <laughs> <laughs> and I sat Where there, am I? I literally sat there for like three hours, like holding a pit bull in my lap, and I was like, I'm just the happiest person. That's amazing. Do they mostly have puppies or full-grown dogs? They're all over the place. So the oldest dog that we have in the shop right now is Chico, and he's a, I think like nine-year-old pit mix. And then we also have like newborn puppies. We're, we're all over the place. Um... So, Sarah here is about, she's probably about two or three years old, um, but, you know, it varies. Just any, any dogs that, um, we feel are, like, adoptable. And the, and the great thing about getting a dog from Barking Bitches is that they're really well socialized, because they, you know, they're yeah. grew up in, like, a room yeah. of dogs. Yeah. And, yeah. That's fucking yeah. awesome. So, when you guys are going to get your latest Supreme drop, just walk up the street. Yeah, no, that's true. Please, just Those people annoy me so much. But yeah. Oh, it's the worst thing ever. Oh, it's so annoying. Because it's like it's like Supreme Diamond Supply, and then it's like my barbershop. So sometimes <laughs> I'll be going to get like a shape up or whatever, and it's literally like fucking two blocks worth of kids just waiting online to go to the Supreme <laughs> store. It took me, I, you know, have been going to Bark and Mitch's for years, and I would just see these lines of people for blocks. And yeah, like, it's insane. I was like, what are you waiting for? Is there like a celebrity in there? Like, is it a signing? And they're like, no, some shoes. No, we're waiting for <laughs> shoes or a sticker. Yeah. It's like, yo, dude, this is fucking obnoxious. I don't get it. How does it work? They just have like limited items? So basically like, Supreme's like the biggest streetwear brand yeah. right now. So like, no, they'll just release stuff and then instead of buying it online because that's open to everyone, you can just, like, they will be parked outside of the Supreme store for, like, a day or two in advance, like, waiting for the shit to come out. Nice. Bless you. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's incredible. It's, it'll be, like, a Thursday afternoon and you'll see, like, high school kids, like, how the fuck have you been yeah. here for two days? Yeah. For Thank a sweatshirt. You. Yeah. <laughs> Who's watching you? So then when, now whenever sure I see school. someone wearing something Supreme, I'm like, uh, I know that they waited for two days to get that. Or, or they were smart and just ordered yeah, online. Yeah, or they ordered it online, because that's what I do. Wait, I want to get, like, some Supreme <laughs> shit, because it's way easier. Yeah. And it comes to my house. And I don't have to deal with teenagers. Man, I don't or skateboarders online. Or any of that I shit. just, like, you hate carrying things, so I just... Yeah, I, if I don't have to go to a store to get something, I will not. No, and I'm like a creature of habit too, so if I find like a good pair of jeans that fit, guess what? I'm buying the same ones, different color. Or the same ones, same color, seven times. Well, no, because then I think you have a problem. 
That's oh, weird. Shit. Is that like, like yeah? I feel I like that's some therapy like, shit. Because if you're living your life like Homer Simpson and wearing the same <laughs> pair of pants and shirt every day, that's not weird to you. The leggings that I'm wearing right now, I literally own three pairs of them. Yeah, I own three pairs of um, these jeans. And it used to be five, but you know, two of them got worn out. So I, <laughs> but I will keep buying them as long as they're they're so comfortable. I'm don't doubt that they probably are very comfortable. But I think both sorry, you guys Morgan, need to talk to someone. Yeah, be as stylish as you. I'm not even stylish. I have like five, <laughs> I, I have know. five pairs of pants. He, he and they're has, all unique. He has like palm trees on his pants or some shit. I don't know. Volcanoes. They kind of remind me of your shoes that also have palm trees on them. I like palm trees. I like floral. Yeah. Morgan, Morgan's I like I like floral He's a patterns. California boy. He's at this super point stylish. I am now. But I still wear Timberland, so I can still New Yorkish ish. <laughs> I suppose. Is that a big New York thing? Timberlands? Hell yeah, we invented oh those. Well, not really. New York invented Timberlands? What, really? are you gonna, like, give some claim to Colorado or some nonsense? No, 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 I wasn't. I was just gonna yes, say... Yes, we invented them in no. 1992. They, they When feel... Illmatic came out. Nas, we in yes, yeah, that's what Timberlands are. Timberlands seem like workers' shoes, like for no, there's a lot are. of people who work in New York. They for no, sure but are. Like, but like doing like, like outdoorsy things. Yeah, no, there is like a. There's big not rumor. outdoorsy in New York. City. Really, I think of no. Timberlands is like I don't know people like in my high school wearing them with their jeans and sweatshirts. Yeah, you know, like yeah. working on because that's exactly shit. yes, agreed. I guess they look like like work boots to me. They do look like work boots, but it's like uh those those are the boots of the hood. <laughs> yeah. Those that's hood footwear right there. Yeah. <laughs> Outrun the cops with some unlaced timber. I grew up in Colorado. We didn't have hood. That. Yeah. Like no There was like Colorado's tough parts of Denver so, though, no? Nah. There there were like when I was there, but it's all very I mean, it's even more white bread now. Yeah. Oh, speaking actually, yes. I'm the, we're going to touch on that right now. Actually, I'll show you guys. Of Colorado? Yeah, because I got a wedding invitation. So I grew up in Mount Vernon, New York. It's like a sixty-seven percent black city, but oh, wow. the area that I grew up in, it's like the section is called Fleetwood. Uh, so I have like a bunch of friends from like high school and shit who have started moving into Fleetwood, but it's always just been Mount Vernon. I got a wedding invitation the other day, and it said you're invited to such and such blah 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 wedding, uh, Fleetwood, New York. I was like, this is not a fucking place. It's not an actual place for you. This this isn't a town. This is just a section. So, like, they're gentrifying, like... And the thing about Fleetwood, too, is, like, it's the Italian section of Mount yeah. Vernon. So uh, they are now gentrifying a fucking Italian neighborhood in Mount Vernon, amazing. which is incredible to me. That yeah, there's there's incredible. no stopping it. It's crazy. That's super crazy. No, there's no even need to gentrify it. it. It is what it is already. Yeah, I mean, what do they want? Like, less pizza? That seems absurd. No, no. And, uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm a child to Joe's Pizza in Fleetwood. It's the oh. best pizza ever. It's so good. Joe's Pizza out here is pretty good, too. Where's there a Joe's out here? There's, like, three. There's two in Hollywood and one in, I want to say, maybe Santa Monica? There might be four, actually. See, those are both too it. far from here for me. Yeah, there's there's two that are like equidistant distant from my house, and so I haven't moved my house in four years. <laughs> like I can't leave. I can't. I can't move out of Joe's delivery. Radius. It's just like in LA, there's such shitty pizza. So if you yeah, can find when you find a good one, place, you gotta like yeah, stick to, to it. You gotta it's stick really to it. It's really good New York pizza, so it's worth it. It's like definitely way too expensive, but I don't care. Oh, it's worth it. Yeah, for good pizza. Nah, I'll, I'll pay anything for good pizza. I've kind of like. I've had to, like, take it on my diet some pizza. I've, like, moved on to, like, Mexican food because, obviously, that's what's prevalent out here. Oh. But I do miss it. 
Dude, Dude I'm really into like poke bowls. <gasps> yeah, is poke it poke or pokey? I don't care. I, I don't call care. them pokey. Pocky. I had I had this dream the other night that like my friend invited me to this party where it's a pokey pokey party, and it was, she was gonna play. She was gonna serve poke bowls, and we were gonna play Pokemon. That actually sounds amazing. I don't even no. think, I don't believe that this was a dream. I think you're actually dream. planning this. And I want to plan it. I, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like I'm going to get a text message like tomorrow. I'll be like, hey guys, we're having a pokey pokey party. Everyone's listening is invited. This should be a thing that I'm, I'm going. <laughs> do not, eat, I'm telling you, do not invite my listeners. <laughs> you will have some strange Swedish man sending you letters <laughs> in no time. That's crazy. I still can't believe that. That's, Yeah, know. it was just very random. And I'm, I'm dying to know how they found out my cousin's address. Well, if you write back to them, maybe you should ask. I know. Well, we... I No, because you're going to write back to them. They're going to be like, can Laura send us a pair of her underwear? <laughs> so here's a fun thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I have a friend, and I'm, you know, not going to name names or anything, but um, I have a friend who is now selling her underwear online. Wait, we were talking about that last week or last yeah. time. You actually have a friend who's doing it now? I actually have a friend who's doing it. Are you your friend? How much are they making? No, I wish. Okay. I, I wish. Honestly, like, she's been doing it for, I want to say, about, like, a month. And, you know, just kind of, like, lazily doing it. And she's made, like, three or $400. Oh, my God, I'm selling my underwear right now. Right? I want to do it. I'm, no, I'm texting Max right now. I'm letting him know. Mm-mm. I think he'd be really supportive. No, I think he would too. He wouldn't give a fuck. That's an extra 400 bucks a month. That's yeah, incredible. Yeah, he would love that. Exactly. A whistle would buy my dirty underwear And you have a partner because like, so how much you can sell like a single pair of underwear um, goes up depending on what you're like willing to do. Like, you know, like a normal pair of underwear that you've worn for a full day is like, you know, X amount of money. You can price it however you want. But the more you do with it, the, the higher you can price it. So, like, if it's underwear that you wore, like, right after you've had sex, that's, like, an extra thing. Or, like, after you masturbated. Or, like, that you wore while you were having sex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, God, that's... <sighs> the internet's fucking weird. Like, uh... The internet's fucking weird. However, here's what I truly appreciate about that um, whole online commerce is that it's it's, like... A healthy way of doing it. Yeah, it's a safe way. You know, way it's, that, yeah. it's it's consensual. Um, it keeps you know these guys from like you know stealing it from people or doing anything. Like I was gonna say like to back in it. the seventies, what was that like panty raids? Like yeah, that was like exactly. a it's a thing they used to joke about in like Porky's. Like, like that's yeah. not cool. You yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> most, most of the seventies and eighties was just like, it was, sexual yeah, it was assault shady. culture. It was yeah. But um, yeah, no, it like it makes it consensual and people can get exactly like what they want and there's so many different people out there selling that you can get like your exact fetish yeah you can get exactly yeah. what you need yeah it's so interesting even for me to think about what is the psychology of someone who is interested in that because they totally think like i'm curious about what you guys think like are your sexual preferences based on your like life circumstances like if mm. you've had some sort of like Tra- trauma or like interesting event in your childhood does that de- make you like like certain things you know uh, I think okay. I think it varies from person to person I think it's like a very nature versus nurture sort of thing there's uh-huh. some things that you just inherently like yeah um but there's also yeah that's that's actually a really hard question um because like um I like being choked during sex hell yeah right but, yeah. like, I, I can't think of a specific moment, like, growing up or anything that would relate to why I enjoy that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Well, okay, I have a specific example. So I have always liked, like, dominant guys. Uh-huh. So, like, the idea of, like, you know, a guy, you know, pushing up against a wall or something. Super yeah. sexy to me. Yeah. Um, and I've liked that for, as, like, the idea of that for as long as I can remember. Uh-huh. Um, my first ever sexual experience was being raped when I was in high school. And, you know, that was a situation where I was being held down by someone twice my size. Super didn't like that. Not at all fun. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't want to laugh. <laughs> no, no, it's totally fine. That was meant to be a joke. <laughs> no. Whew, I didn't like, want to hold that one in. Okay, good. She graduated <laughs> therapy. She's yeah. Yeah, all right, yeah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. emotionally healthy. Um, no, but so... Super didn't like that, like, and, and it was a yeah. consent thing, like, I wasn't consenting to do that action. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so then, after that, when I, you know, went on to have consensual sexual activities, um, and I, you know, I liked those rougher things, there was a part of me that was like, oh no, am I sexualizing my rape? Yeah. And it took, like, a lot of, um, you know, self-discovery and, like, you know, uh, therapy and whatnot to go through and be like, oh no, like, these were always things that I was into, um, that was just, like, an outlier experience, and consent really, yeah, you know, is, is what makes sex sex rather than assault or rape. Totally. That's so cool that you had those experiences and, like, gained that insight. Mm Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And totally, it is, like, if you're allowed to do it, if you allow yourself to do it, it has a different charge. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm a big, big proponent for, um sexual exploration and just trying things out because you never know what you're gonna like yeah Yeah. there's there's so much shit out there there's so much shit that like people don't think of yeah and i think it's funny as somebody who does like stuff like rougher in bed there's a weird um experimentation period with a new partner where you're kind of like you know, you're edging, okay. you're, yeah, you're like, yeah. you're like edging towards their neck, you're like, is it, are you nervous, are you nervous, are yeah. you nervous, and like, and you just kind of have to figure it out, because I think people are so fucking afraid of talking about sex, it's they so really stigmatized. Are. it's so stigmatized, and like, like the panties thing, like, we're like, thinking about it, we're like, oh, these people like, can do it legally, da da da, but like, why is that a bad thing? Maybe yeah. it's totally fine that people like, I'm not gonna say it's a bad you know, thing, it is, it's, it's your, different. It's, sure, it, it's, it's just not your preference, yeah. and that's cool. I've gone to some trainings and stuff, and everything I've learned about sexuality in terms of a psychotherapy perspective is that there is no such thing as normal sex. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Which I totally get. Like, there is nothing normal. Like, you can guess something that's, like, more healthy or more unhealthy, which I'm sure would be based on, like, if you agree to it or if it mm-hmm. feels, like, good or bad to you. But there's nothing that's right or wrong. No. It's just what you like. Yeah. I agree. Um, I, growing up... But don't sniff my underwear. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, and totally not for you. Yeah, please but, don't. Um, it's not going to be for you either, I'm telling you. Gonna, <laughs> no one's going to enjoy I mean, this. I for another, like, couple hundred bucks a month, it might be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> you want to pay me for it, uh, yeah, it um, yeah. Ten bucks? I don't care. You can and, have like, them. yeah, if you think of it like an old pair that you're going to throw away anyway, hell yeah. Um, See, but would you want to do that? An old pair? Cause it's like would I want to. Well, not what you want. Not what you no, want to say, but, but like totally I like if some if someone wanted to hey, buy I don't my know. underwear, maybe. I'm not gonna give them an old pair. Well, Why not? So maybe that's what maybe they that's like. what they're into. What if they're like they want one with like history to it? 
I've never considered that. Don't you yeah. think if somebody wants to smell underwear, it's like they want something that's been there for a long time. Like, mm-hmm. smell accumulates. So maybe mm-hmm. they do want a really old pair. One of... So so my friend who was doing this was talking about how there's one um, client that she was talking to, and he was really interested in a specific thong of hers that she'd had since high school. And he just... He liked the history behind yeah. it that, like, she'd had it for so long. See, yeah. no, now that's creepy. <laughs> Like that. No, I know it's, creepy. Uh, it's, just, it's just preferences. You no, because that's like uh, that's no, that's not legal underwear. You're. I mean, but she's now tw- maybe like, she was eighteen you know, in high school. Yeah. I, well, I'm sure at one point she was eighteen in high school. So is that like pedophilia? Well, that you want yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, like, I guess pedophilia. I don't know. I mean, she's now not that age and has not been that age for many years. I guess I I get what you're saying. It's just. <laughs> That's a, I, I'm a, Morgan, Morgan, you can't yuck someone else's yum. Yeah. I can't yuck someone else's yum. <laughs> that phrase. I don't like there's, that phrase there's because totally. you use it against me. <laughs> I might like it if you. In different, there's totally people different out there who are like, Morgan likes being choked. Gross. Like that's disgusting. What a gross, creepy thing that somebody. Would yeah. Say. Okay, I can understand that, but I'd be like, no, that's like a thing, but it's not like Morgan likes being choked by. If if you were if I was like okay, uh, use your high school gloves that you used for something and choke me. Or, I don't know. Yeah. Have you tried it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't tried it, Faith. I don't plan on it either. I think I'm gonna pass on that one. No, I think I Sorry, think a lot me. of sexuality. So it, it, it's it's about the 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 fantasy of of it. Like all of BDSM. Is not it's not about physically hurting people. No, no. Yeah, no. there's sados, there's uh, sadists, and there's masochists, and all that, and it, it is a little bit about the pain, but it's all psychological. Yeah, it's all about getting that thrill that you want. So, yeah. like when in in like BDSM, when you have um, a person who likes playing with the big little dynamic, mm-hmm. where somebody is um, kind of the adult figure and one is more infantilized, they're both legal consenting adults playing with a fantasy and it's not because that adult wants to have sex with a child it's just it's it's all it's all fantasy because yeah. like what but that, it's like but, but that's so because, close to me but it, I, it's like what's your actual fantasy like you know what i mean but yeah like but like an actual child would be no good at the things that they yeah want to do it's it's how not you know faith have you ever tried it <laughs> with a child no yeah i like, hope not that's pedophilia yeah, yes that was just on the back trip. no but like <laughs> but it's 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 all um it's all Fantasy. The thing about fantasy, someone once said to me, is like you in fantasy, you can do the things you want to do without actually having to do them. Mm-hmm. So it's this like safe way of exploring, and it's like yeah, if you have these like consenting adults, it's like role playing. You can choose that you're gonna pretend like put on a costume and like mm-hmm. be someone else for a minute, and like try out these things without actually hurting people. Yeah, yeah. like like a you know you could role play like a student teacher thing mm-hmm. when you know. That'd be pretty tight. That would, yeah, like that. Yeah. Is, well, my teachers hate me. Actually, I wouldn't be into that. <laughs> I would just That'd be like more. But unless you have like a hot again. teacher. No, I, I heard there's teachers. this really great quote, and I'm gonna probably bastardize it, and I totally forget who said it. But um, it said something along the lines of, "Everything in life is about sex, except for sex. Sex is about power, and it's just playing with those different dynamics until you find the one that fits you." That's amazing. Yeah, right? Yeah. I love that quote. That's, yeah, I like that. Yeah. I think that's a good thing to end on. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All Sex right. is about power. Amanda, where could people find you? 
You can find me at my website, www.amandajablon.com. Okay, I like the same song in nature. I like how you did that. <laughs> uh, Faith, where can we find you? Um, you can find me on both Instagram and on Twitter at, at FaithMDamato, D A M A T O. Uh, I'm your host, Morgan. I don't want to be found really alone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, guys, for hanging out with me. This was super fun. Thanks for having so me. No, Thanks please. You're both invited back anytime. Well, Faith, you fucking know. You pretty much live here at this point. Yeah. Uh, Amanda, you know, anytime you want to come back, you're more than welcome. Thanks, man. All right. Tight. Have a good one. Cool. Peace. Cool. Bye.